Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Nikki C, and welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Join us today as we sit down with Lonnie, an online fitness coach, national bodybuilder competitor, and fitness model. In our interview, Lonnie talks about his personal journey to becoming a bodybuilder and how his epilepsy diagnosis inspired him to not only continue focusing on maintaining his own health and fitness, but to also teach, encourage, and inspire others on their personal health and fitness goals as well. All right, everyone, you guys ready? Let's go. Welcome, Lonnie. We are so excited to have you on as a special guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Nikki. I'm super excited to be on this podcast and, you know, just be a part of this. Awesome. Great, great, great. We are excited to have you. So in the beginning, as you know, this is the podcast is called Life Got In The Way. So oftentimes I talk to the different guests and co-hosts about how life kind of got in the way for them. But before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little bit of your background so we can learn a little bit about Lonnie. Okay, so um, I think this is a pretty big and important part of the journey. So I was diagnosed with epilepsy when I was in middle school. Uh, or at high school. Um, and I was 16. I had my first seizure. And um, that's where that started. And um, I've had seizures ever since. In total, I probably had about 10 seizures. And um, I am a online fitness coach. And I got into that because of my epilepsy. I wanted to find out a way to make myself healthier, happier, you know, get in a better mood and see where that went. And it just turned into bodybuilding and, you know, pretty much the extreme of what fitness would be considered. Um, But yeah, that's just been, you know, what I've been up to. And I've also been, you know, creating YouTube videos for people that are just starting their fitness journey, because I, I um, I'm really thinking about, okay, what was it like whenever I first started, you know, what kind of struggles did I go through? And, you know, just doing that, helping people out right now. And uh, it's, it's going really good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So you are doing fitness coaching. Um, how did you get started? I know, you know, you, you mentioned that you wanted, you started eating right and things, but what, what was some of your process in getting started and, and getting to that point where you're just like, you know what, online fitness coach might be a good way to go. 
Yeah, so it first started um, in 2017. Um, I decided to go to the gym. I was like, you know, that's been one thing that's pretty consistent, you know, even whenever you get out of football and, you know, because I played football in high school and my career was over with that. So I was just trying to find out what's next for Lonnie. Like, okay, how can I compete in a different way? Um, and then I, I, uh, I was working, I was thinking about going back to school because I had failed out of college and, you know, like, I felt like my life was just like falling into pieces. And I was like, where's my life going from here? And I really wanted to take charge of my life. So I said, okay, I'm going to declare two weeks and dedicate two weeks to the gym and I'm going to work out for one hour every day and I'm going to make that a thing before I go into work so then I you know just see how I feel and then from there the two weeks turned into a third week and then kept going and I I just didn't stop going to the gym from there and eventually I was working out you know stress just as a as a person, you know, your stress levels can build up, even though you go to the gym, because life happens. And um, don't I know that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had a seizure in the gym. And that was, to me, one of the most significant seizures that I've had in my life. Because it just hurt that bad. You know, I was in the gym for one, and two, I was like, man, I'm like this healthy guy, but I don't even know what's wrong with me. I don't even know, like, what what exactly is it? And so I had to just, like, dig a little deeper and talk to my neurologist. And I asked her, I was like, you know, is the, are these, you know, medicine that you're giving me, is it working? Or, you know, because I'm taking the medicine. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. I'm exercising. I'm pretty, I'm pretty healthy. And I eat pretty good. Like I eat out maybe a couple of times a week, but what's actually wrong with me? And they weren't able to really give me a diagnosis on what's wrong. They're just telling me you got seizures. And I'm like, okay, so let me, let me do some research myself and just start making my own meal plan. And, you know, maybe I'll see a different kind of consistency in there. Um, so I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos about bodybuilders because I know those guys eat really healthy and um, that's pretty much all they do. So I was like, oh, that I guess that'd be pretty cool. Like I could, you know, just get on a bodybuilder diet. It's pretty plain and straightforward. It's just chicken, rice and whole foods. So I started doing that. And the minute I actually transitioned my diet, um, my seizures just like stopped you know my oh wow my whole body and mind and soul has just like felt so connected with the world you know just by getting this type of consistency in my life I created a meal plan for myself and then uh, eventually I went in and to the gym and I met my coach and then we got actually deeper into bodybuilding. So now that I know how to do that, I feel like, you know, 
there's a lot more that I can show people the knowledge that I've gained over these, you know, few years. Um, I've been pretty consistent with it and I just haven't given up. And I feel like that's the biggest key for, you know, anybody, if you're just trying to start something, but that's a, that's a little story on how I got into fitness and how I, I started with my fitness journey and also coaching. Um, now I just really enjoy helping people feel the way that I feel because I feel like, you know, my head is always in the clouds. That's just a feeling that I've always had ever since I've started this. And I just want to make people feel that way because I feel like every human should feel this way. I like that idea. Now, a lot of us as humans, we, we fall to the wayside a bit when it comes to things like, you know, taking care of our health or our fitness. Sometimes we, um, there are all different reasons. What do you think is the hardest part about staying motivated to, to, to work out and to, to eat right and those types of things? Um, I would say the hardest part would be reflection, reflecting on the things that you need and don't need, because in life, there's a lot of things that we do that we don't notice, um, that are trends that, you know, they hurt us and we don't know it because we continuously, you know, keep going back to it and keep doing it. So it's, it's hard to continuously keep looking up motivational videos and keep looking up, you know, how does somebody do this? Because there's a lot of other trends that you could look at, but you don't really get to see the inside. You don't really get to dig deeper into who they are and what they're actually doing. So these famous people and, you know, stuff, people that make it look easy, they're right. actually doing the, they're doing the hardest part by, you know, taking initiative in themselves, they really got to look at what am I doing? How can I make a bigger impact on myself? So then I can make an impact on somebody else, you know? So that's um, definitely the hardest part is self-reflection, like looking at yourself and telling yourself, okay, what do I need to work on? How can I do this? How can I achieve this goal? And what's the best way to get there? Do I need a coach? Do I need a friend. Um, you just got to really look at yourself and say, how do I get there? And what's the best way that I learned? True. What is the best way you learn? Um, really knowing that about yourself can be very beneficial to you. So how do you stay motivated? And how would you, I know you said to, to look within, but how, what are some other things that you could maybe say that to get other people to continue with that motivation. Cause a lot of times we just feel, I don't want to say stuck, but you know, like you said, you watch these videos and you, there's only so much you can, you know, get from it. And sometimes you don't see, like you said, that hard work on the other side of it. We just see the quick little videos, but for you, what, what keeps you motivated? Um, what keeps me motivated? I would have to say the people around me, my family and friends, it's all about who you surround yourself with. You have to get yourself around positive energy. You can't 
like it's even the words that people say around you you know if you're on a fitness um craze you know and you or even reading a book for 30 minutes a day and nobody does that in your circle um it's going to be hard to read books because nobody in your circle reads books you know they're going to make fun of you for for reading books and you know then that's going to make you feel like you can't do it because you're around people that aren't doing it Mm -hmm. so I would say the the energy around me is the biggest key family friends you have to have a very strong support system and that's I'm super blessed to have that yes that is always good just listeners make sure you surround yourself with positive people um that can't be expressed enough because you, you know how they say you are with you eat you know you are who you surround yourself with right um so there are a lot of uh, misconceptions and things that people may not understand. What is one common myth about bodybuilding and just getting started with that? Um, a common myth is that all of those guys are on steroids and all of those guys are rude and mean. Yes, yes those guys want to help, you know, and there's a lot of guys that are like that um, or may seem like that because they're so focused, you know? Um, Yes, you do have, you know, some guys that are, you know, not so nice, but that's just the way that they are. And there's, you know, possibly a bad energy around them. You never know. They're still people. But the one thing that you got to remember is like, you know, these people came in just like regular people, you know, they didn't start off bodybuilding, they started off just doing fitness. And then fitness became bodybuilding, because they could, they stayed consistent with it. And those, those people are good people. And um, there is a lot of uh, a lot of great things that come from the sport of bodybuilding. And I feel like it's with every sport, you can find something And you can find someone that you can connect with and, you know, they'll elevate you. They'll help you out. Yeah, that's always good to have that. Um, A lot of people don't think about the that that's a support system that they're encouraging all of the people, you know, other bodybuilders. And then there's that that's um, that sense of um, I want to say family, but, you know, it's just I guess in a way, you know, that that collegiate um, or everyone's you know, together and they're helping one another. So I think that that's something that everybody needs, especially if you're pursuing something that's different or um, not a lot of people understand or connected to because everyone can't connect to wanting to work out. What did you, you said you worked out at least once uh, an hour or two a day? Yes. So I work out um, an hour or two a day. And I notice, like, you know, there's sometimes where like as a bodybuilder you can get caught up in like you know the things that you're doing every day and think that I think everybody should make time for you know at least an hour a day but not everybody has that type of time you know it's it's uh it's through consistency that you create that time and that you you know find the right job find the right people find the right it's just a bunch of right things 
that, you know, you have to like, I guess, set yourself up for in a way. Sometimes it's not easy. You got to stay up maybe an extra hour so you can get your workout in or, you know, maybe go to sleep earlier, but you have to make those sacrifices so you can do those things that you want to do. Sacrifice. A lot of people, that's the, that's the one thing that uh, is needed when you're ready to change is being able to uh, know that there may be some sacrifices. There may be some things you have to change up. I really like the idea that you, you mentioned consistency, because that is something that along with motivation, a lot of people struggle with. What is, what is, what is your routine like? Because I, I know you have a routine. You have to have some kind of routine to, to do it every day. So give us a little on your routine and what do you do to, to kind of maintain that consistency? So my routine in the morning, starting in the morning is I wake up first thing and, um, I go straight to the kitchen and make my food and get ready for the day. If I haven't already, um, I'll make my food for that day. Uh, so then all of that's knocked out. And I feel like that really helps me because I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat today because it's already there. And I'm just going to eat every three hours. And um, so from making my meals in the morning, I go... And I go to work. Um, and then after work, I go straight to the gym. After the gym, I come home and um, I work with, uh, I work on, you know, my clients uh, from home and I do YouTube videos. I uh, create content online for my YouTube videos, like previews and stuff like that. Um, there's just a bunch of things that could go on after my workout. But once that's finished, I have to make my meals for the next day so I can set myself up for success because I know if I don't do it that night, I'm definitely not going to do it in the morning because I'm going to be ready to go. And I, I got to be on track, you know, and once I miss that meal or miss that, you know, everything kind of feels like you get a little bit of anxiety in a sense. Um, and it's not, it's not because, oh, this guy's, you know, like he's just stuck in his ways or whatever, or something like that. But it's just, a uh, everybody has it. If somebody does something or says something, you know, that's kind of off or maybe different to your routine, it's going to affect you in a way to where you're like, oh man, you know, you get kind of like, uh, you feel set back. So you kind of have to, like my routine has got to be a little bit more routine than usual or else, I don't know, I feel different. And uh, I don't like to feel like that because that's how I feel whenever, you know, leading into a seizure. So I've really figured out, you know, like sometimes like the biggest stress in my life could you know lead to a seizure and that's how I think of it and I'm like okay you got to stay on point you got to do the right thing you got to stay healthy you got to do what's right for Lonnie and sometimes that's not easy because you know I have family members that you know they want me to come over and have fun with them or something like that or 
you know, a friend that wants me to come over and have coffee or something like that. I can't always do that because there's things that I have to do in my day and, you know, it's going to eventually benefit them and, you know, benefit our relationship in the end. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about the end goal. What are you here for? And what is your purpose? I like that. What is your purpose? And, and the idea of meal prep, because people don't think, you know, that's, I think, I, I hate being in the kitchen. <laughs> so that's something that I I struggle. Like I just I go in and I walk back out because it's like it's so many so many choices and everything. But I I like that idea of the the meal prep and doing that the night before and that consistency. And I've heard that from a lot of people, especially when they work out on a regular basis and then they take a day off or two days off and or it at the very beginning it doesn't feel right. And, and I can understand how if just a couple of days of being off your routine could really set you back. And, um, and sometimes, I, like you said, family doesn't always get it or understand, but you are, I love that you're taking that time for Lonnie and Lonnie, and you're doing what needs to be done so that you can stay healthy so that you can have longevity with all these people that you love and can hang out it's, with them later. Right. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's the thing, you know, like I feel like bodybuilding really shows you um, and to any of the listeners and also you, Nikki, if you haven't been to a bodybuilding competition, you should definitely go. Like it's a, it's a cool experience because you get to see those guys up there and they're performing and you know like you see 30 seconds to a minute of this man or woman but you don't know the hours or you know you don't ever see that and like it's just so beautiful because no matter how they look on stage if they look better than the first guy or the second guy or the first girl second girl that person put in the work and you know that's their time to shine and like you said you know you get to be with them in the end and you know you get to see them wow look at them shining but then after that you get to go eat your your meal with them after their 16 week prep you know and it's it's really nice to feel that kind of energy um around you and you know even surround yourself and be like hey man you know like let's go get a beer after your, your competition. And, you know, sometimes I feel like everybody should just join a competition just to do it, you know? And, um, it, because it's a beautiful thing to me, I feel like it's a mind, soul and body transformation. Nice. You mentioned the idea of transformation. I like that. And, and all of these different people that you've in this whole this whole um, realm of all these different people getting to eat with them. And you, you all are in this shared experience. I do. I always say every time I see um, the bodybuilders, I mean, I don't know how, even if you don't win, you can't not walk away and not feel proud of yourself. I mean, all that, because when I see each one of them, I see all the hard work that they put into it, you know, that they work hard. And like I said, everyone can't go home with the trophy, but they've all won, you know, because they're doing the work and they've put a lot of effort and time into it. So you, I know you meet a lot of different people. Can you think of a, a time when 
you met someone that just really inspired you or just changed your life, or you just met that person in this space um, um, that just impacted you or inspired you, or encouraged you? Um, I would have to say my girlfriend, Alexis, she's been super understanding and of Aww. my process and everything that I'm doing. And there's a lot of times where, you know, sometimes people don't understand me and they get upset with me. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm that way. I don't understand other people. And, you know, there's a lot of times where we can get caught up in what we're doing sometimes and like we don't relax enough or even like um, not take a break, but just, you know, sit back and realize what you just did or realizing, um, hey, man, I actually put in the work and, you know, it's okay for me to just, you know, relax today or even or even. I don't know, just, just be like, I don't know, a human and kind of take a step outside of what you're doing and realize that you're you. And uh, even with social media, there's a lot of times where we can get caught up in, um, hey, I have to be this person or I want to be this person or I want to do this and I want to do it big because everybody wants to do everything big. Everybody wants to be a star, but you got to remember that you're already a star. You're already doing it. So you don't have to change for nobody. You don't have to, you don't have to change yourself. You don't have to ever feel like I want to be that guy or I want to be that girl because you're the biggest star of your own show. You know, you wake up every day and you see what you see. Mm -hmm. Right. You are the star. And sometimes we forget that and we don't think about ourselves in that way. Championing all of us to find the star within. I also saw one of your videos and I must say you made a peanut butter sandwich, jelly sandwich look very amazing. I saw that. I was like, oh, man, I don't have any of the ingredients. I had peanut butter. I, had no, I was like, you know, like that Friday episode, you had no jelly, got peanut butter, no jelly. <laughs> Great. Yes. I was like, I want one now after seeing that video. And um, like I say, and you look amazing in the videos. It looks like you, you, you know, you know, all the work that you put in, and that's just awesome. And and seeing your work ethic throughout. So um make sure we have to put that in the description, a link to your um YouTube channel and everything. But I know like the the pandemic kind of affected everyone in different ways. For you, how were you able to grow your business during the pandemic? Well, during the pandemic was a rough time for sure for me. I was just trying to figure it out. I didn't really have my business even started. I mean, I had Green Fitness Company, which is the agency that I work for as a coach and <clears throat> I was really just trying to get that off the ground, but you know, it was more of a, uh, a breakthrough, you know, you got to see it different. Um, and it's right. all about perspective. If you feel like COVID is going to be the death of you literally, and you know, the death of your business, 
then that's exactly what it's going to be. If you want things to affect you, okay, then it's going to affect you. But if you want to affect other things, then you got to make it happen. You know, you got to say, I don't care what kind of pandemic is going on. If I got to wear a mask and go to work, all right, I'm going to do it. You know, like that's what you got to do. And um, as as far as like COVID and stuff, you know, being in the fitness industry, it did affect a lot of people and a lot of people's business, especially like personal trainers. And that's one thing that I really wanted to be. I really wanted to be a personal trainer. Um, and there was I was actually going to go to get my personal training certificate and everything. And um, that was one thing I was like, I don't know if I should still do that because it's not going to be the way that I want it to be. You know, like COVID is going to change a lot of things. There's going to be a lot of people that are afraid of getting fit. You know, like it's going to be harder for them because like there's a lot of news and, you know, COVID shots and all this other stuff that we have to think about. We got to consider that you know, but at the same time, you cannot be afraid of that. Um, as a uh, fitness coach, you have to just comfort and you have to tell everybody, hey, it's going to be okay. This is what I specialize in because this is what I specialize in is getting people healthy. I want to prevent you from getting COVID. I want to prevent you from being sick. I want to prevent you and your family from being sick, you know, because when somebody in the house starts something it, it makes waves you know and the family starts to do it and that's eventually what I want to do is not go to your house and get you trained and you know go, show you that way I want to help you and your family you know get started on this meal plan and start going to work out so then you feel healthy and if you don't even want to go work out I created a workout for you at home you know, that you can do with your family, you know, without zero equipment, you know, zero cost. So I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible on everybody, whether you, you know, have or have not had COVID. And uh, my job is just to make it easier on my clients and um, make fitness simple. Yes. And thank you for that, because that is one of the things that I really thought was really cool during, you know, I mean, it, it was hard during the pandemic. And like you said, uh, fitness instructors and everyone were affected, especially mm -hmm. personal, but it almost felt like that was a, a moment. If you really look where you had access to more, like, Mm -hmm. personal trainers now it's like you know I want to learn dance okay Debbie Allen's going to teach me how to dance you know <laughs> or um yes. you know I want to do you know I can't go to the local gym well guess what the local gym is doing YouTube videos and they're going live so now you can participate you know so I thought that that was such an amazing thing despite everything that was going on it was opening a little bit more doors in a different way to reach people because I'll say everybody can't make it to the gym, bring the gym to people. And I think, and people were more receptive to it and open to it. So um, I'm glad that you have YouTube videos and, and those types of things, because that's definitely something that is encouraging and inspiring to people. So thank, thank you for you. that. 
Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I know you have epilepsy and that comes with different complications or so how, how did having epilepsy and being doing the bodybuilding, how did that affect, or if it had an effect, what was, what was that effect on your, um, pursuit to become a bodybuilder? If any. So originally I went to the, I, I went to my, um, my neurologist with the idea of, Hey, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. I'm going to become a bodybuilder. What do you think about that? Is it going to be healthy for me? Because I know there is like a drying out process and, you know, like towards peak week, which is the week where you're, um, your nutrients and everything is very crucial because you have, you know, you start dying down on water, you start, you know, dehydrating your body. And sometimes that can get a little scary, especially with like, you know, the mind. Mm -hmm. What's the drying out process? I'm sorry. What is the drying um, out process? So the drying out process is whenever you get on stage, you want to make sure that your body is dry. So you don't start sweating and your tan comes off. Um, you want I would have never knew as... that. Thank you for sharing. Cause I was like, yeah. I'm sitting here trying to figure it out. I was like, what's the drying process? All right. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. So that's yeah. what, that's what you do is, you know, you drink a lot of water and try to push out water. Um, so you're drinking like two to three gallons a day sometimes. And yeah, towards the end of the week, you, you start cutting out water. Um, and then you also start, um, eating more carbs uh, towards the end and filling out. But that's how the process works. And I, you know, had researched a little bit and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I got to make sure I do it right for the, you know, one and two, I got to just, you know, I'm going to ask my doctor just because. And um, the first time I ever asked my doctor about a sport that I should do or should not do was whenever I was playing football. And I do not recommend that anybody does this or, you know, follows what I'm doing because I'm crazy. <laughs> um, I was playing football whenever I had my first seizure, not in a game, but I was in, you know, the season and I had a seizure at home and I did not tell anybody at school. I didn't tell any of my coaches and only my parents knew. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I won't, you know, I'm the quarterback of the football team. I can't let my team down. So that was the first time I ever asked my doctor and I was like, Hey, is it okay if I, you know, still continue to play football because I know it's a contact sport and it's going to be, you know, affecting my head. You know, you guys do tests on my brain to see what's wrong with me. And I don't want, you know, to continue, you know, with that, if it's going to affect me. And he told me, I would recommend you don't play football anymore, but you still can. But like I said, I, I recommend you don't do it anymore because, you know, concussions and, you know, you're constantly getting hit in the head, you know, falling on your head. There's so many variables, so many things that could happen. And then I went to him I went to her about bodybuilding and 
uh, she told me, she was like, well, it's kind of dangerous, especially because you do have bodybuilding. I mean, do you, you do have epilepsy and, um, you know, you could drop the weight on yourself and have a seizure or, you know, you could be deprived of your nutrients and have a seizure. But I was like, man, you know, honestly, I've been having seizures a long time, you know, like I've had seizures for, I mean, at that point it was already four years. So I was like, you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate you, you know, giving me your input, but I feel like this is going to make me happy. If I die doing this, well, I just want people to know I died doing what I love. You know, mm -hmm. I was doing it and I was trying to get healthy. And that's the thing. If you try and you die doing something or if you even fail, don't be afraid, you know, because somebody or something is going to learn from it. They're going to be like, oh, OK, well, you know, he did it or, you know, I can do it. And that's really just been my thing is like, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. And that doesn't mean rebel against your doctor. But what I'm saying is like, if it makes you happy, then do it. If if it's going to help people do it. Um, I felt like if I take a leap of faith and just say, okay, I'm going to continue doing the right things with my body and telling, you know, going to see my doctor and everything, but I'm going to let them know that I'm just being healthy. This is what I'm doing. And honestly, I, I haven't had a seizure in a year and a half and I've been doing bodybuilding for a year now. I've changed my diet for a year and a half. And that was the biggest thing for me was thinking about having a seizure in the gym or even dying in the gym and you know like I don't know that it's just not even now it's not even a thought for me I go in there with such peace and such a mindset to where like you cannot you know shift my vision whenever I'm in the gym so how can I have a seizure if I'm so right in my mind, you know, like in my space, in my time, doing my thing, doing the right path, doing the right everything, how is this wrong, you know? And um, I've just been doing it ever since. And like I said, I haven't had a seizure in a year and a half. I have talked to my doctor since, and, you know, they warned me about these different seizures that I could have about me dying in my sleep. But, you know, anybody could die in their sleep. Anybody could just have a seizure and die. I'm no different from anybody else. Okay. Everybody okay. else is, you know, that's just how I feel about it. It's just like, I feel so deeply about my my goal, my goal is just to show people, hey, okay, you can do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It could be cooking or building cars or making music. Just do it. Yeah, I like that message. Um, and I do like that you are at you are re listeners. He is checking in with his doctors. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's doing the right thing and he's eating healthy. Um, I'm glad you're not playing football because that would have been like, oh, please don't tell people to go out there and play football. <laughs> yes. So I, I think that 
honestly was one of the things that may, and I'm not 100% saying that that's what it was, but, you know, being a football player, I know you carry a lot of stress as a person. Mm-hmm. And, like, then you go on the field and then try to hit somebody so hard and make them feel that way. Or, you know, like, you want to just hit somebody. Yeah, like, and, I literally would want to hit someone if I got hit that hard. Like, I'm not yes. the type of person <laughs> to go and play. I would want to fight. Like, I can't. Yeah. That's why I don't even do bumper cars because that upsets <laughs> my spirit. I was like, I'm ready to just, like, what? Did you just hit me with your car? And he's like, that's the gap. That's the part of it. I'm like, no, it's not fun. So, um, <laughs> like you said, you know, you know, your doctors can tell you to take these pills and take these pills. And it may just, I mean, some things you have to do, you know, but everything may not, and you have to use your, some level of discernment, like some, you know, your body and you know, you, and like you said, you, you're in a, in a, in a clear space. And I think that is better than you getting, you know, knocked around and, and, and it affecting you neurologically. So I think you made a very good call for your, just for yourself and for your health with um, football and, and then, you know, doing the bodybuilding, but like you said, you checked in first. So that's good. That's good because knowing where you are first is good. Checking in with your doctors before you start something, any type of regime um, or any type of fitness thing. So Mm -hmm. um, that's amazing. So now that you are a, uh, a, uh, all, all fitness and everything, do you, do you find that, is there anything that people treat you differently or have you found noticed any difference between when you were just your normal size versus now that you're, you know, your bodybuilding size? Um, <laughs> that's funny that you say that. Cause um, you can wear like a tank top or something. And, you know, a lot of people would just look at you, you know, you'll get heads turning and, you know, um, shoot when you're going out on runs you know people waving at you honking thumbs up and you know it's really the cool. thumbs up <laughs> it's cool and um I like it and there's um a lot of people that will come up to me and ask me questions about you know like fitness and um and sometimes at first I thought of it, I was like, what, why do people keep asking me questions? You know, like I don't, in my mind, I guess I didn't feel like I was, I don't know, bodybuilder or even there yet. So I was like, oh, wow. Like people are coming up and asking me questions about like lifting and stuff. I've only been doing this, you know, at the time I was like, I've only been doing this for like a year and, you know, I'm in a fitness magazine and you know, I was like, I can't, I can't believe this. Like, it's hard to believe, but then you have to just believe in yourself and, you know, say, oh yeah, I am doing this. You know, this is something that I, I actually am doing. And, you know, just, I don't know, give yourself like a little pep talk, you know, it's, it's something that we all need. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people just don't talk to themselves sometimes too, you know, and yeah. uh, uh, there's people that say, you know, <laughs> um, you know, if you talk to yourself, you're crazy. That's not true. You know, you're, you're giving yourself now, reassurance. Exactly. Now, if you're responding to all your questions, 
Yeah, that's a different. That's a, that's a different thing. That's something different. That's a different story. <laughs> well, yes, but that's yes. It's been it's been a great journey, and I uh, I appreciate every second of it, and I I appreciate all the people that even come up to me and ask me questions because I know that takes a lot. I used to do the same thing. I used to, I mean, even still now, I'll message IFBB pros and say, hey, man, good job this weekend. You know, I, you know, I look up to you and, you know, you're, you know, doing solid work and, um, you know, you have, you look good, you know, because I want to be there. But once I'm there, I won't stop, you know, like it's going, it's got to be something that you continuously just look forward to. And like, like I said, whatever it is that you love to do, just continue to do it and love everybody else in that industry. Keep telling everybody they're doing a good job. Be the positive influence. You need to be the change in the industry um, and see where you can make change. And if there's no change that needs to be made, just see where you can improve yourself. Amen. Amen. So, um, Last um, formal question. After you've been through this, down this road, you've learned all, all of these things and you've been in this space. What was that? Um, what was that aha moment for you? That moment where you're like, this is it. This I'm, I'm right where I need to, I'm supposed to be. It was right before I started bodybuilding. So I... Um... I was kind of lost before I was doing bodybuilding. I mean, I was into fitness and working out and I was just trying to start it, but I was in the same spot. And like, I was like, how am I ever going to like grow this? How am I ever going to do more than what I've actually been doing? Because I felt like for, you know, like a year I was, you know, after the magazine, I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, like I kind of, I guess just got content with what I was or who I was or what, and what I was doing that I was like, Oh, Oh, I guess that's it. You know, like <laughs> that's where it stops. You know, like I was like, I didn't know what was next. So I just had to, I guess, figure it out, like say, yeah, um, there was a time where I was talking to my best friend, you know, just about any, you know, like competing. And uh, that's whenever I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I need to do. That's what I want to do. And that's what I've always wanted to do. And I don't know why, you know, I just didn't even think about that because we were working out together. And, you know, he said something about bodybuilding and I was like, it was just like a click in my head. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to start doing that. And I just started it. Like the next day I was like, okay, I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to go online and I'm going to research how to get ready for a bodybuilding competition. And, you know, that was at that point, I just took initiative and, told myself okay this is what I'm going to do and you kind of have to like take charge of yourself at that point and have your aha moment but as the same time as you're having your aha moment you need to go 
Yes. You need to go yes. because if you don't go, you're going to say, ah, and then just forget, you know, it becomes a aha moment, but it passed, you know, and there's a lot of times where you just kind of you're, you're like, I don't know where to start. But like I said, it comes back to like that self-reflection. What are you actually going to do about it? Um, and that's I even said that was like one of my favorite lines in a movie or, you know, like that a bully says is what are you going to do about it? You got to do something about it. You do it or, you know, like the bully's going to beat you up, but the bully is in your mind, you know, like it's you got to continue to fight, you know, fight your way to success, fight your way to, you know, making that next song, making that next podcast, making that next car, making that next, you know, paycheck or whatever. There's always a motivation behind something. Yes, always a motivation. That was, um, I started the podcast kind of in the same way. Just, I just started. I was like, all right, I put it out there. I'm gonna do a podcast. And he was like, okay. And I literally just started in um, June. So I'm just, I'm still new to the podcast realm. So I'm trying. You are, you're doing it. And like I was telling you earlier, you, you got it down. It's, I, I love your ideas, how professional it is. You have your whole setup. It's, and like, that's, that's exactly, you know, what I, um, I try to help people out with too, is like setting themselves up for success. Because a lot of people don't think that, you know, your presentation or, you know, your, maybe the little things that you're doing make a big difference, you know, mm-hmm. like um, uh, maybe, you know, the cover picture for your um, podcast. I thought that was really cool. I was like, look at it. She's got like a cartoon and everything. And like, it looks, <laughs> it looks so cool. Like it looks like literally life got in the way, but still you have that podcast and you're doing your thing. Like, I love that. I think that's so cool. Nikki. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So um, let's do like a quick little random round questions. Um, let's do it. Yes. So this is the, the part where I just ask some questions that it may seem like they're a little out of the box, but they're just fun. And, you know, people get a kick out of learning a little bit more about you. So the first question is, since you are all health and fitness and such, what is your guilty pleasure, food and or drink? My guilty pleasure. Ah, Oreos. I love ah. Oreos. <laughs> Oreos are so good. And um, they're vegan. I, I, I learned from a vegan person yes, <laughs> who loves Oreos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Vegan snacks are the best, too. Um, I actually was vegan, um, like for six months and that's, you know, how I started with the diet and everything, but, um, my guilty pleasure drink would be, what do I, um, I would say (laughs) this is going to sound crazy, but it's just like a coffee with one creamer in it. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> nothing wrong with that i mean got a little buzz a little caffeine going yes. you know uh coffee makes me sleepy so I, I it has the opposite effect on me oh well caffeine has the opposite yeah. effect on me it just makes me crash but um 
All right. So what are some things you had to unlearn? Some things that I had to unlearn. Like my old self. My Good answer. Old, my old self, I had to unlearn that. And I had to I had to take a look at my cycles, like, you know, because life, you know, that saying life goes in cycles or life goes in circles, whichever one. It's true. It's very true. Um, there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, man, I got deja vu or something like that. It's because, you know, your your life really goes in cycles and mm -hmm. um, you got to see your trends and see exactly what you're doing. And try to make it better, you know, just day by day, maybe 30 minutes of doing this, 30 minutes of doing that, you know, like you just got to you got to think about, OK, what can I do to change me or how can I become that person? How can I become, you know, the me that I know I'm supposed to be? I like that answer. Good answer. Good answer. Yes. Changing the me. I'm going to ask a fun one. Um, what's your pump it up song? Like that song that just gets you going, whether it's your workout, whatever it is, it gets you inspired. What song is that? Uh, hmm. It's gotta be a trippy red song for sure. Uh, okay okay uh, miss the rage miss the rage by trippy red and playboy cardi that song always gets me i don't care where i am if i'm in the store and they play that thing in kroger i'm dropping whatever it is and i'm head banging and i'm like yeah let's go <laughs> nice 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 all right all right so we are going towards the end of this podcast i know we went over a little bit but we started a little later you know how technology goes i thank you for being a good sport and switching platforms with me um you have been an amazing guest um can you if you want people to find you on the internet and social media websites all of those things where can people find you People can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I am going to get a lot more active and posting a video every Friday on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check that out, it's um, Lonnie Green is my fitness channel. And it's also on my Instagram, Lonnie Green, L Green Fitness. And then uh, it's also my Twitter handle. And um if you are looking to sign up for coaching, you can email me at LonnieRayCoaching.com at gmail.com. And um, yeah, yeah. All right, we've heard it from Lonnie himself. All of those places, I'll make sure that I put the uh, information in the description. And I wanna thank Lonnie as well as just everyone. I thank you every, every, episode i just want to thank you all for joining us tuning in and please be sure to continue to tune in every thursday at 10 a.m for a new episode and until we meet again i'm your host nikki c and remember it's time to get back to dreaming again if not now then when <laughs>